1: Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. You got Keyshawn Johnson over there. Freddie coming in for the boys today on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPN 2. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to get to two days to kick off the NFL season. We get closer and closer to that. We'll talk about the Denver Broncos. But this is what happens when Key and I have not been around each other and we involve poor Alan Yates, Pat Costell, and James Steele. It was just an innocent conversation that Key had with somebody. And all of a sudden it went from that to the differences between Tinder and Hinge. And Alan Yates got involved in it. And it left Keyshaw thinking, wait, what the heck is going on? left me thinking, what the heck is going on? So this is what happens, Key, when you and I have not been together for a while and these kind of conversations happen.
2: No, I know, Freddie. But here, before we even get started on anything, you guys got to take me out of control room because I only hear the conversation that you guys are chuckling and giggling, and I can (laughs) barely hear my man Freddie Coleman. So, um, yeah, no, Fred, it's always interesting because even though I'll be 50 years old here uh, in a couple weeks, Uh it doesn't mean that I'm like an old guy. I I just don't do certain things. And I was having a conversation with a younger uh, kid, uh, 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 in fact, a 10-year-old kid. And we were just having a conversation because I was joking around with him my son, about where I met his mom at on the, on the internet. I said, oh, I found her on the internet. You know, it was just one of those situations. And then he got into, wait a minute, the internet? How did you find, what do you mean? Uh-huh. And then he said... Um, on Tinder. And I'm like, what the hell you know about Tinder? (laughs) You know, I don't know. I don't even know what the app looks like. I have no idea zero what the app looks like Mm -hmm. or anything. And so he went on to explain to me and she tried to diffuse it by because I asked him, she tried to say, well, you know, it pops up when there's on the Internet, it just pops up as an ad. And then he told me where he actually saw it at. Uh And then we got into this whole conversation. I'm like, why would you ever in your and I get it? People go about doing things a little bit different, Freddie, in terms of meeting people nowadays. They don't just go hang out at the club or at a restaurant or a lounge. Mm -mm. They get bored and communicate via social media and the Internet. Right. But I'm not one, right, that's looking to be on somebody's social media site because it's psychos, man. Uh Some weird people out there in the world. Yeah. And as far as we know... I could be talking to you on the other end, but I'm actually thinking it's something else. And catfished. then all of a sudden it's Freddie Coleman. <laughs> oh, no, man, I'm not messing around. Uh, uh, no, man, dude, to tie you up. Is, I watch a lot of ID Network. A lot <laughs> yeah. Your stuff goes on. Uh-huh. So that's where I'm at with the social media, Tinder, all that stuff. Uh-uh, nope, not going to do it. Yeah, so that led to Alan
1: Yates, who explained the difference between Tinder and Hinge. Now, here's Alan Yates is locked into stuff like this because, you know, Alan Yates got that kind of game. You don't have to believe us. You can just believe him, and that led to a whole conversation. Al, I'm going to bring you in on this about the difference between Tinder and Hitch that almost blew the heads off the axis when it comes to Keyshawn Johnson and Freddie Coleman.
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> how do we how do we even start? We I nothing. Guess. You so <laughs> we mean, I, we. So I was explaining the difference between the apps and which one I feel like has a better success rate because uh-huh. I was kind of late to the Tinder wave. Right? Okay, so I got which to- is kind
1: of shocking in a way.
3: Well, where I was from, I didn't really need it because, you know, you can go out and just uh-huh. talk to people in person. Old school. So when you move to a different location, you don't really know anybody. So, you know, given our schedule, it's kind of hard to just jump out. Makes sense. On a Wednesday and go meet somebody. Right. So insert Tinder. <laughs> uh, it's, I prefer Hinge because it's a little bit more in-depth. Okay. Get a little bit more optionality in, in terms of what you want to discuss with people. right? Because on Tinder, you just have what? A couple profile pictures, a little caption, a little blur. If it's you like, say so, I'm a married like man. It, if you say so, right. if I don't like it, I'm going to slide left. Okay. If I really like it, I'm a slide up, super like. But right. hinge, way
2: more optionality. <laughs> but what if? It, but what if? But what if you're talking to somebody though, Allen, it and it's not really Here who you is. think it is? Though so I, I just don't. You gotta, uh,
3: you gotta understand. Like if 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 the words are typed out weird, that's a red flag. <laughs> it got to be a red flag.
2: Am I wrong, Pat?
4: Not. You really become part Casanova, part Sherlock Holmes on Tinder. You really got to be buttoned up. You got to be able to decipher what's going on. I don't
3: know what's better. This explanation or look on Keyshawn's but, but face but right
4: now.
2: Because <laughs> the reason is, is for me, again, mm-hmm. I I am brave in a sense of certain things, and then certain things I'm a coward, and certain things <laughs> sure. I'm afraid of, and I don't. And one of the things that I'm a coward, and I'm afraid of, is somebody not being who they say they are, mm-hmm. and I meet them, and I go on whatever, a blind date or whatever, and everything is cool, and then I work my magic, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm tied up with an apple in my mouth for the basement on <laughs> with chains. I can't, I cannot. How, how do we get to Pulp Fiction here? How man, I'm just happen? telling you the truth, man. I watch <laughs> stuff on these movies and these TV shows and stuff, and I'm like, right. Knockout drop, just all sorts of. I, it just would scare me. Now you say, well, how could that? How could that be different than when you're walking into a lounge, bar, club, and you're meeting somebody? The difference is, is I can make a determination in a short period of time sure. via eye contact and communication on whether or not I want to move uh-huh. forward in that conversation. I, I just, it's just different for me. When I'm looking at it from a distance versus something that's in my face right now. Right. And I can look and I can tell everything from hand size <laughs> to throat to feet. I can look and I can tell. I want I was, I was, you to see James's face
3: right now.
1: James like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: <laughs> hmm But you got to set up a perfect meeting spot, though. Yeah. You can't just it, meet somebody mm. in no obscure place like like, I met someone off of Tinder and was like, oh, let's meet at this park in Connecticut. No, now mind you, no, I no. I'm from the city,
2: the park thing is,
3: is no, cool, but it's a lot of
1: no, no, open,
2: no, open. But if phone. I got to meet somebody no. at a park in open space, well, they might as well put me in front of the Connecticut police station. I, I don't, it's just too much brain surgery yeah. to have to deal. Mm-hmm. With that, but that's just me. I, you know, and I'm sure our listeners listening right now to KJM on ESPN radio, ESPN2 is probably sitting there saying to themselves, What the hell are we talking about? Yes, we are talking about <laughs> Tinder and some of the social media apps because yep. I had a pre. Uh, a pre-conversation before the show started about it. And we wanted to dive into it before we dove into Russell Wilson and the rest of the NFL and the NBA action and all the other things. So don't worry. We are going to talk about sports, but this was interesting to all of us. It
1: it was interesting to me because like I said, the generation gap issue, because we all have it, whether your parents hang out, older people swiping, right, swiping left, not swiping right, (laughs) not swiping left, all those kind of things. And just the looks on your faces, All our faces were prized. Alan was like, man, you guys don't know enough about this. I'm thinking, we're married. We don't need to know about these things. We're not going to. No, but see. uh, But but but, we need to understand with our kids.
2: Yeah, I'm married, and and I don't need to know about it. But at the same time, I want to know about it so I can know what the hell is going on. What it is. Right. And I'm always interested in learning because I want to be able to have a conversation at the table. Right. Um, If I'm sitting at the table and I can't communicate about it then i'm gonna sit there and feel like i'm dumb
3: right and, and that's not want, what i want to do i don't do. want that
1: to happen no doubt
3: you got to build the profile together then like i would love to know what your profile would be together how about separate come on <laughs> now that's how that's how no, rumors I'm get saying, started he's at the table yeah. to learn sure well you say you
2: build, a build a you profile you mean like put my picture up there and all that
3: yeah so like say you made a hinge profile pick three pictures that you like Mm-hmm. They give you know your personality. They make you look cute. James is just shaking
1: his
4: head side to side. Like, nah. so feel, but James you
3: know, but, and but but and the in, thing I feel is, old
4: as hell right now.
3: Three
2: interesting Walk questions. In my world. Like, what would your ideal date be? Man, it'd be ridiculous, though. My my, I, I, I might burst the internet if I did that. <laughs> man, right, come on now, come <laughs> on, man. No, come on. like pretty. I told, like I told you, <laughs> like like I said, to y'all in the in the pre-show. Man, I got some of the uh, t- some of the mo- the most yeah. prettiest kids in the world. I wouldn't give a damn what nobody say. I seen, and I already know. That's why I'm afraid, like, for yeah. my daughter who's 12, who's going to get up. She's the prettiest 12-year-old in the world. Uh huh. It ain't even close. I don't give a damn what People Magazine, Us Magazine. None of them say she the prettiest girl in the world. And so I- I'm like, I'll be looking at that, and I'm always getting nervous about this sort of stuff. you talk about building a damn profile. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, God. Right. You know, I got the little ashy-knee boys trying to talk to my daughter already. Oh, Come don't on, worry.
1: It, it's only going to get worse. I'm oh, I, trust me. I, it, yeah, they already know worse. how I am. They it, know how I am. Yeah, yeah. See,
2: And if they don't, she going to tell them.
1: Right. Th- this is another reason why we can't live vicariously through Alan Yates anymore. Now we have another reason why we don't have to do that ever again. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2 brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. get the $45 silver unlimited plan and get that from Straight Talk Wireless. You can always... Hit us up on the show anytime you want to triple eight, say ESPN, 888 729 Don't tell us your Tinder Hinge stories because then the show completely goes off the rails here. And that's the last thing that we need. We are going to talk about two days in about 40 minutes regarding Russell Wilson as Seattle was no longer swiping right with him. But the Denver Broncos, they will do that in about 40 minutes. And this is how much the Los Angeles Lakers are counting on Anthony Davis. And you'll be surprised who said it
0: about him. That's next on Keyshawn J. Willem X. to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash unsportsmanlike.
5: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max from ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, series and Channel 80, as well as tune in. And anybody who has a chance to know Key knows that he is a beach-loving dude. He is a California dude. He enjoys everything about it. So for those who don't know Key, July 4th is always going to be special, July 4th week, but not too many people have a chance to hang out with you on a beach situation, especially when it comes to the holiday.
2: Yeah, I man, Freddie man, I was just chilling though, right? I mm-hmm. I had fun when I was in Arizona doing the Fourth of July. I turned in the beach for some more heat, right? Uh, but then you know, just this weekend, hanging out, you know, going chilling at the at the beach because I'm I'm not too far from the ocean, and so you know, walking around, just you know, having some cocktails and just enjoying the beautiful sunshine, uh, and seeing everybody. It's just such beautiful people by the beach, man, and and especially here in L.A you get all ethnicity groups just everything you get a lot of tourists you get just it's it's so relaxing and beautiful to me it's just like you, I don't get enough of it let's put it that way right how did you and
1: speaking as a native new yorker that I am and the first team to draft to you the new york jets i know you played in la with usc being out there but what was that like for you because i get the sense going from new york to la is a lot easier than going from la to New York,
2: you know, I moved to Long Beach, Long Island, because at the time the Jets, we were practicing at Hofstra Hosh- University. University. Oh yeah, and I, in Long Beach, Long Island, I moved out there to the beach because that's you know I just felt like you know what I made it. It's time to move to the beach because growing up in L.A., I was probably twenty five minutes from the beach via car, right? And on the the rough, tough, and dirty, which was the RTD mm-hmm. transportation, we called it rough, tough, and dirty. Is is it probably was a 50-minute to an hour bus ride, I would think. Right. And so the moment that I got an opportunity to move to the beach, I moved to the beach in Long Island. And it was, you know, you you had some sun when I was there in the summertime. Uh, You might have had some good days in the spring. But for the most part, it was cold. Mm -hmm. It was gray. Mm -hmm. You know, and it didn't feel like a beach. Mm -hmm. It looked, I could see it, but it didn't feel like it. And then when I got back to L.A. or get back on the West Coast, you just get spoiled.
1: See that's the thing about it. Growing up in New York and being around beaches, and then I had a chance to go to the San Diego Beach, and I said, "Boy, this is different." It was a good different, for, for as far as that goes. But it was just really, really different. You think, "Oh, beach here, beach here." Yeah, it, California beaches. I could live on those California beaches all day.
2: Yeah, and it's it's, it's my kids love it. I love it. You'll love it. it it's just one of those things, man. Even when I'm eating bad food on the beach, mm-hmm. it it just feels good. It's it like doesn't a, matter. It's
1: like a bad football game is better than a good baseball game. That's <laughs> right. All day. <laughs> That's one of the things about being a California guy like Keyshawn, but he knows both coasts and was able to make it worth for both of those times, not only personally, but also professionally.
3: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. If Key comes out and dribbles like a two-year-old, I'm going to lose my mind. Because I'm telling you, the first possession, I'm not going hard at Allen. I need to see Key go at Bart. Because Key and Bart are the ones that talk the most now. Key should be able to go to work because he? he's going to be guarded by Bart. It when Key scores on Bart, we will talk about that way more than we'll talk about the six buckets that I give anybody.
6: That's all Key's going to talk about. Evan i be like, yeah, Key, it was a great
0: move. We're going to make it into a Sports Center special.
1: I don't know if Q is getting until just Anthony Davis when he and Jay Will took down Barton Hahn, but he did the best he could with what he got. It is Keyshawn Jay Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Keyshawn Johnson over there. Freddie Coleman over here on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. We go from that basketball to Keyshawn's Lakers. And a lot of people are wondering, with the Western Conference getting better and better, what is it going to look like for the Los Angeles Lakers trying to keep up no matter what they do with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Lakers general manager Rob Palenka. This is what he said to Doris Burke over the weekend about the off season that includes Anthony Davis getting ready for the upcoming season.
5: He's bought in, and um, I think he's quietly putting together, uh, you know, one of the biggest off seasons of his career. You can just tell he's got a very serious tone about him, and you know, last year didn't unfold the way any of us wanted, and and I think everyone's going to come back with a chip on our on our shoulder, and and AD going to lead us with that. I think. He's working hard. I know he's working really hard on his body. Um, Just excited to see what he's going to do.
1: All right, Key, you're the Laker dude. When you heard that from Rob Palenka, uh, what went through your mind as a Lakers fan?
2: Well, I'm I'm trying to understand when he says he's bought in. So he wasn't in before? Uh Uh-huh. Like, I don't don't understand what he means by bought in. Again, was he not all in before? So when you hear that, you sit there and say, a guy who's been in the league as long as AD has been in the league, you don't expect anything but a better offseason from year to year. As you grow as a player and as an individual, you just get better. You should never stay the same when you're a, a terrific athlete like Anthony Davis. So it's interesting, but it's also confusing to hear what Rob Palinka is saying about how he's impressed when Anthony Davis worked out this offseason opposed to a year ago or even a year before that.
1: When I heard what he had to say, the first thought was, I said, boy, talk about grasping at straws that try to let people know that don't forget about us as a Lakers organization. We still have Anthony Davis. We still have LeBron James. We're not finished making moves. We don't know what we're going to do with Russell Westbrook. We have a new head coach in Darvin Ham. This was Rob Palenka's way, in my opinion, of sending a message to the organization but it was very strange hearing about the lack of buy-in or saying that, hey, you know, Anthony Davis has bought in. I'm thinking, didn't he win a championship with this organization two seasons ago in the bubble? That seemed like a guy that bought in and was locked in key pretty well. So whatever disconnect that may have gone on, like I said, I'm just speculating. I'm going by what Rob Polinka said. But whatever disconnect went on, he's saying that that disconnect seems to no longer be the case with Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers.
2: And that that could be the case. Look, I'd rather have a healthy Anthony Davis than not have a healthy Anthony Davis, okay? Because he gives you, along with LeBron James, the best chance to win. I mean, I want Kyrie Irving to join the crew, too. I want Westbrook to get better. Mm -hmm. I'd like to keep all four of them if I could. No question about it. But if there's a decision to be made, and in the end Kyrie Irving joins the Lakers and Westbrook has to leave, then it is what it is. And I think when you got those three formidable uh, players on the court every opponent that you face is going to be in for a little bit of awakening. Whether or not Westbrook is here, if Westbrook is here uh, uh, long-term for the entire duration of the season, he's probably going to be better. I think a lot of us, not us, but a lot of people in general, probably doesn't trust the fact that he could turn things around based Mm -hmm. on the season that he had last year. But there's a lot of things that factor into that. New environment, new situation. Coaches trying to understand who you are as a player, what to do with you. Then Anthony Davis getting hurt. LeBron James missing some time. Wessel Westbrook trying to find his role on the team. So I think there's some things to work on this summer and this offseason for them, and that's what they're trying to do. I still believe Mm -hmm. that the Lakers, any combination, right, healthy Westbrook, healthy AD, LeBron James puts them in the top four teams in the NBA, flip out Westbrook bring in Kyrie Irving puts him in the top four teams in the NBA that's just my opinion it's not anything to do with being a homer Mm -hmm. I know people just oh he's just a homer no that's not the case it's knowing looking and seeing exactly what the Lakers are
1: Keyshawn Will and Max Keyshawn Johnson Freddie Coleman and ESPN Radio and ESPN2 you use the great word when it comes to trust not just you trusting this organization and trusting that if everybody is right that this could be for the Los Angeles Lakers in terms of being the top four team. I have my doubts about that because of the word trust and also the other word health because that's what it comes down to. As great as LeBron James still is, going into his 20th NBA season, any injury is going to set him back. That's just the way it works for father time. And we've seen that with Anthony Davis. We don't know what kind of moves they're going to swing in terms of if they bring in Kyrie, if they don't bring in Kyrie. But that word you use, trust, is something I want to see that I did not see from the Lakers I don't think they trusted each other enough, and when things went adverse, then all of a sudden, Keyshawn, they just started getting in their feelings. If they can get out of that, then maybe you could be right with this team being the top four team in the West. I just wonder how much trust that they're going to have to find you, or you, have again in each other to be that top 14 team. You can't you have it could be. any
2: trust. You can't have any trust when I don't have players on this floor all at the same time. You got to remember the Lakers were off to a pretty good start at the uh, up until Christmas time as we've done before, where all of a sudden guys started getting hurt. And then once they started to kind of get hurt, then they never got back on the floor altogether until it was too late. So we got to be fair in this situation and be able to say, look, all three of them was not really on. It's almost like the Brooklyn Nets situation. They were never really all together. Every time you look up, Oh, Anthony Davis, what'd he do? Oh, well, you know, his cuticle split, so he couldn't play for 10 games. It's <laughs> like, well, wait a minute, man, go get a... You know, that that's kind of what was happening, you know? It's like his cuticle split. Oh, really? When? When he went to get the Petty Manny? Yeah, it didn't work. He's going to miss three weeks. Wow. Or LeBron James rolls his ankle because of this. Or Anthony Davis bumps knees because of that. Or, and, and so you had this kind of situation going on. Then all of a sudden you got... Uh, Brody and Westbrook mm-hmm. having issues with the coaching staff. The coaching staff want to bench him because, rightfully so, he wasn't playing great at the time, and it just became chaos. And then they had to try to get it fixed, and we couldn't get it fixed, couldn't get it turned around. So therefore, things went south, and they were already vacationing.
1: I think they're tired of vacations with the Los Angeles Lakers. Especially man, we way- went on
2: vacation yeah. one year, man. Stop. Well, no, no, Talking no, about we no, tired no, of vacations. No, no. Here's why we I went say, on vacation no, one time. No. Here's
1: why I say that because that's not the standard that Lakers fans want to get used to. You go on vacation one No, we won't one, get used to that. Yeah, yeah, that's well, not going to happen, Freddie. Well, that's fine. I know you won't get used to it, but they don't want to. Going on vacation one year with certain organizations and fan bases, that's one year too many. Whether you're a Yankees fan, whether you're a Lakers fan, an that's Alabama fair. fan. When you build a kind of standard that's been part of this organization, from the Jerry West days, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Kobe, Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, any one-year vacation and buy the Golden State back in the top of the perch, you're a Lakers fan. You don't want that to even be a year two when it comes to something like that.
2: Well, it's health. If if Anthony Davis and LeBron James was healthy all year long, and him and Westbrook, those three guys were on the floor, I strongly believe Westbrook would have been different. He would have turned things around. I feel like Anthony Davis would have been a different player, not the butt of the joke all the time, and LeBron James would have just continued to be LeBron James. LeBron James was an MVP candidate, man. Top three guy for most part of the season until he started kind of you know, whatever. break. I don't want to call it breaking down, but no. getting yeah. nagging injuries mm-hmm. along the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, We'll see what the Lakers can do. But right now, a lot of optimism, even though they still have moves to make regarding what they're going to do to be the Lakers team that we're used to seeing, especially LeBron, Anthony Davis, and maybe Westbrook, or maybe Kyrie Irving, or whatever that combination is going to be. He's Keyshawn Johnson. Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. We're going to get to the real that you won't like when it comes to Baker Mayfield, now Carolina, Jameis Winston in New Orleans, and or talking about a little down in Miami.
6: The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max
1: Podcast. On Keyshawn, Johnson, Freddie Coleman. It's time for a little Real and Not Real on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPN2. Like you said, last week when I was filling in with the guys, you're going to blink your eyes. It's going to be NFL training camp. and it's going to be the NFL season. So the quarterback position, the most important position in sports. Sorry, Keyshawn's former wide receiver. It's time to do a little real or not real. And James Steele, he'll be the host. He'll throw it at us, and we'll get right to it involving NFL quarterbacks right now.
4: Yeah, so uh, Pat and I came up with this uh, this this topic here. Um, since we we're going to talk about Drew Locke and Geno Smith today for our 2 days it's real or not real, we'll be the starting quarterback for their team at the end of the season. So first up. Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. Real or not real, he will be the starting quarterback for the Panthers at the end of the season. I
2: would probably say not real because I don't think he's going into the season as a starting quarterback. I know everybody thinks that based on his tenure at Cleveland and and Carolina Panthers trade for him, so automatically people think, okay, he's a better quarterback than struggling Sam Darnold in the second half of the season last year. Baker may feel injured. If he was healthy, maybe Cleveland Browns look a little bit different. He's not on the move to Carolina, but I don't think that he starts the season. I think Sam Darnold holds him off, and if McCaffrey stays healthy, it's a different team.
1: He's going to be the starting quarterback at the end of the season, and Key, I hear what you're saying when it comes to that, and Sam Darnold's going to have that kind of motivation, but Baker Mayfield is going to be more motivated. He wants to show the Cleveland Browns they made a mistake by choosing Deshaun Watson over him. He wants to prove everybody wrong because we're hearing all these reports that he was not well-liked as a teammate. This is a chance for a guy that's number one pick in the draft, a Heisman Trophy winner, to show people that he can be that great quarterback in the NFL. I think he's going to be starting quarterback at the beginning and at the end of the season for the Carolina Panthers.
4: All right, so it's time for uh, one of the favorite things that we do here is that we play Gameception. So hit it, Yates. <laughs>
1: This is ESPN Radio's NFL 2 days the Seattle Seahawks.
2: It was time. It was time for the Seahawks to go their own way and for Russell Wilson to do the
0: same thing. What Seattle's getting in return, Drew Locke, Noah Fan, Shelby Harris, double ones, double twos. This is the foundation that the Seahawks will use going forward. The schedule's tough. Nobody travels more miles this year than Seattle. It's already tough to travel out of Seattle. They have to go, I think, to Germany to play Tampa Bay this season.
4: All right. So the well Seattle Game Inception. Yeah. Seattle Seahawks. Drew Locke. He will be the starting quarterback for the Seahawks at the end of the season, real or not real?
2: You know, at the end of the season, I don't know. I, I don't know if he will be, but what I would say is. Not real, but I could be wrong, because I think Geno Smith starts off the season. He, for some reason, feels like he's the front runner for the job, given the fact that Pete Carroll said this about uh, three weeks ago, a month ago, that he had the lead in terms of taking over for Russell Wilson and being the guy in Seattle. And Drew Locke, look, he came over in the trade. You would think that Drew Locke, should be the start over guy like Geno Smith, who's already bounced around the league to a couple of teams at such a young age. But I think there's always a narrative set when you get removed from one of your teams, like the New York jets. And now all of a sudden people assume that you're not a good quarterback in the national football league. You're a lifetime backup. But last year for Seattle and replacing Russell Wilson, he did play. Okay. He played. Okay. He wasn't good. He wasn't great. He was good enough. Okay. And I think That is where they're at right now. He's good enough, but I think he's better than Drew Locke.
1: I'm going to trust you on this one. I'm with you because I don't trust Drew Locke at all. I don't think he can play as a starting quarterback or have anybody rally around him as a starting quarterback. I got enough of a sample size with Drew Locke with the Denver Broncos because they kept telling us, even though he's not a first-round pick, that this is going to be the guy. This is going to be the guy. John Elway, when he was in charge of the Denver Broncos, had a lot more misses at quarterback than hits. And Peyton Manning made that work, and they carried him across the finish line winning that Super Bowl championship. But, Key, I'm with you. I'm not buying Drew Locke at all. I'm buying more Geno Smith, which I thought I would never say regarding Geno Smith being a quarterback in the NFL.
4: Tua and Tunga will be the starting quarterback at the end of the season for the Miami Dolphins, real or not real?
2: I, I think he, it's real. I think he will be the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins at the end of the year. I, I think with the talent around him, he'll show enough to hold off Teddy Bridgewater from taking over. As long as he's healthy, I think he'll be fine. If, if in fact, Mm -hmm. he ever has to miss any time and Teddy has to take over, Mm -hmm. it's a wrap. Teddy will ignite the team. They'll rally behind him. He'll show why he's belonged in the NFL as a starting quarterback. But if Tua stays healthy, I think he'll do just enough Mm -hmm. to the point where they'll, "Well, well, I think we give you one more shot.
1: He will have no excuses because even his new weapon, Tyreek Hill said, I have a lot of trust in my guy, but hey, with the weapons around here, if we, if he doesn't get it done, this will be the last season with Tua Tungai Lua being a Miami Dolphins quarterback. When a new weapon says that about you, that puts an inordinate amount of pressure on Tua Tungai Lua. But I think I believe he's gonna step up. I don't think he's gonna be great because I think that's a lot to expect of Tua Tungabai Laura. But, Key, I'm with you. When you got Teddy Bridgewater, a hellhound on your tail, and Tyreek Hill putting that pressure on you, I think he'll rise to that pressure and make the Miami Dolphins a team that you may have to think about towards the end of the season being a potential playoff team and maybe a contender in the AFC.
4: All right. uh, Zach Wilson will be the starting quarterback at the end of the season for the New York Jets, real or not real.
2: Well, I had I had a little inside chuckle going on right there. I think Zach Wilson will be the starting quarterback. He had a hell of an offseason, so to speak, in his personal life, but I think he will be the starting quarterback of the New York Jets. They have to. Here's a guy that the second pick of the draft. They certainly want him to be the guy. They went out and got a lot of toys, young mm-hmm. toys. It's a growing process. Mm-hmm. They've got to just somehow – help him out, offensive coordinators, a head coach. They need to figure out what Zach Wilson is before they wind up in his fourth year trying to figure it out and selecting another quarterback because it hadn't gotten done yet.
1: The trampoline of what you just said, I hope we're not having the same questions about Zach Wilson in December that we had last December key, and that is I know he can wow us with his arm. He can make those kind of wow plays, but you know this, brother. You got to be able to make those layups. If it's third and five, you can't be throwing bounce passes in front of your wide receivers at tight ends. And, yeah, they brought him additional weapons to make sure that process is going to be exacerbated and furthered a little bit along. But I'm hoping we're not asking the same questions about Zach Wilson. Why can't you make those simple plays? I'm with you. He'll be the starting quarterback at the end of the season, and I believe he's going to improve. But a lot of that improvement is going to be on Zach Wilson, part of his maturation process of quarterback. Don't just wow me all the time. You make the simple plays count, you stack up first downs, and all of a sudden you're going to be a better quarterback and the Jets are going to be a better football team.
4: All right, playing real or not real, will be the starting quarterback at the end of the season here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Next up, Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback at the end of the season for the New York Giants, real or not real.
2: Not real. I think he gives way to Tyrod Taylor by week five, six of the season. I, I, he has some athletic ability. He has the ability to pull a ball out of the belly of the running back and take it somewhat the distance. But I just think there's so much pressure in the New York market for this young man that he will fold under that pressure and they will move on because they feel comfortable with Tyrod Taylor having been with them, the Buffalo staff and Brian Dable and company in Buffalo as their starting quarterback. So I think they're comfortable with the situation if they need to go to him. And I think five to six weeks in the season, that'll be the target date where Gene, where Tyrod Taylor takes over for Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, New York Giant, his uh, tenure is over with.
1: I'm going to say it's real that he's a starting quarterback. And I know I'm in the minority when it comes to Daniel Jones. I, I, I'm basing this, Keyshawn, a lot on Brian Dable. Being able to get more out of Daniel Jones, and to be fair, Daniel Jones had three different offense coordinators so far in his NFL career, but he hasn't helped himself by having more interceptions and turnovers than touchdowns. So yeah, he's got to fix that. I'm yeah. trusting Brian Dable will do that a lot better for him. That he'll be the starting quarterback at the end of the year.
2: See, a lot of things factor into why I made the decision to, to go in that direction. Freddie, I hear you. I hear you. New, new coaches under they become new help coaches and new general managers become paranoid sure they they become um worried there's a stress level that they uh, have to deal with when it comes to making a decision on a quarterback especially in this situation because if he plays okay now what do we do because he has a contract issue if he doesn't start to play okay we can always remove him cut bait mm-hmm. and start all over again because if we run the course with him, now we got a contract situation we have to deal with okay. and we don't want to be put in that situation.
1: I hear you. I hear you on that one. I, I mean, I feel you. I just think Brian Dable has shown he could be a quarterback whisperer and that if he gets the most out of Daniel Jones, then that's going to be something that's going to benefit not just the Giants and Daniel Jones contract wise, but Brian Dable having a quarterback that he believes in, not maybe trying to start with a Tyrod Taylor, but I definitely hear what you're saying when it comes to Tyrod Taylor though.
4: All right, up next, Kenny Pickett. Yins think uh, he'll be the starting quarterback. Yins, well done. What's the PA at the end I got of the it. season down there in uh, in Pittsburgh for the Steelers? Not really real.
2: Not, real? Not, not not real at all. I, I understand the 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 <laughs> love fest with Kenny Pickett for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's in the building right next door, Pitt Panthers. I get all of that, but I like Mitch Trubisky. I think Mitch Trubisky is way more athletic than Kenny Pickett. He is very – he can push the ball down the field. He can pull it out of the belly of the quarterback. He's athletic. He can run. He can do all those sort of things. There's a sour taste in individual's mouths because what happened in Chicago, the blame game was live and a kicking on Mitch Trubisky. He goes to Buffalo. And for whatever little bit people think, he certainly had a resurgence in where there was in practice, preseason games, whatever the case may have been. People felt like Mitch Trubisky certainly deserved a second opportunity with a fine organization in Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett may be the future at some point if Mitch Trubisky doesn't work out, but I think Mitch Trubisky starts week one and ends week 17 and into the playoffs also the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: I agree with you with, these, with, these two na- with this one name, these two words, Matt Kennedy, offense coordinator. He is going to do a lot more for Mitch Trubisky than whatever was done for him in Chicago because now the kind of offense that Pittsburgh wants to run, they couldn't really do that. Ben Roethlisberger, they can do that now. That's going to play their strength of Mitch Trubisky. He's got some wide receivers. If Chase Claypool can live to him believing that he's a top four wide receiver. That's going to help the quarterback. Got the running game with Najee Harris. I think the offensive line has to be a little bit better. But I think Matt Kanna is going to do a lot more for Mitch Trubisky than Mr. Trubisky can do. And that's still going to benefit a Pittsburgh Steelers team in a very tough division in the AFC North.
4: All right, up next, Ryan Tannehill will be the starting quarterback at the end of the season for the Tennessee Titans, real or not real?
2: Real. I think Ryan Tannehill does just enough. To hold him off, there's no question about him. Malik Willis is a very talented quarterback and athletic and all that, but he is not ready to take over on NFL level. I think Ryan Tannehill could do plenty. Strong running game. Okay, yeah, he screwed some things up in the playoffs, gave the ball to the Cincinnati Bengals multiple times, but sometimes the ball bounced that way. I think if you keep Derrick Henry in the lineup, this is what Vrabel wants to do. Run the football, mm-hmm. play defense, and manage the game with a quarterback. They should be able to do that.
1: Yes, but it will be his final year as a starting quarterback, the Tennessee Titans, because Malik Willis is going to really learn the system and be a better quarterback down the road. And Ryan Tannehill, I don't worry about Keyshawn so much of him having scars when happened last year. He's heard enough of that in the offseason, the three interceptions that he threw being the number one seed in the AFC. I think he's going to overcome those scars and make this Tennessee Titans a worthy team in a loaded AFC But I think next year, Malik Willis will be the starting quarterback of this team. But this is Ryan Tannehill's job no matter what happens. He's not going to lose it, but he's not going to have it next year when Malik Willis takes over in Tennessee.
4: Carson Wentz will be the starting quarterback at the end of the season for the Washington Commanders, real or not real?
2: It's real. Carson Wentz certainly will be the starting quarterback. Here's another one of those quarterbacks that people soured, whether it was in Philadelphia or the dismal year that some think he had in Indianapolis because the coast decided to move on from him for a number of reasons. Clearly, the Washington Commanders felt like Carson Wentz, even though Tyler Haneke had moments at the quarterback position for Washington, they felt like Carson Wentz was a major upgrade because they went out and got him. They certainly have this style of running the football, playing defense. and do not allow him to screw the game up. I think Ron Revere and the offensive staff there certainly understands how not to have him throw the ball 50 times a game, not put the ball in his hand. Just make a few plays, man. That's all you got to do. And I think Carson Wentz is more than capable. Oh gosh. You see that throw. Uh, yeah, th- th- yeah. More. More than capable of doing the job. Just, uh, like, right. when I was getting ready to say I'm uh, more than capable, Timing. they show a highlight of an unvilified unavili- <laughs> uh, un- throw. Oh, God. Timing is it. everything,
1: Keith. Timing I is everything. Here's the deal with Carson Wentz. Oh, and a lot of people are based on what they saw at the end of the year and that game against Jackson where they had to have it and he couldn't deliver. But to your point, before that, he was more than capable as a perfect component and complement to the running game. Of the Indianapolis Colts. So, yeah, they're going to punch him in that last game. I think he's going to be just fine. The Washington Commanders. They did draft Sam Holler of All North right. Carolina, but I think having that coaching staff and not making <laughs> throws like that against the San Francisco 49ers, it's real. He'll be the starting quarterback at the end of the season down in Washington. <laughs>
2: I, you, you know, man, when I see stuff like that, what the hell are you scared of? That's a, well, that's, that is that's a, a panic good move. You, you panic when you do stuff that's like that. That's a good question. You get It's almost like, When I played quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. No, I didn't play quarterback. I had a reverse pass. And I get it. (laughs) Them big dudes coming at you Mm -hmm. full speed. It looks different. I Mm -hmm. got put in that position. We played against the Rams, and I ran a reverse pass. And I I respect the quarterbacks. I respect it. It's a lot happening. Trucks coming at you full speed. Uh And I panicked, and I just threw the ball in the air. I was intercepted. But I'm not. I hadn't done it 75 games in my life, 100 games in my life. I've done it a couple times. This dude, he's been doing it since he was two years old, and he just, ah, man, that that right there, I don't even. <laughs> he had
1: a Sam Donald moment seeing ghosts.
2: <laughs> but he didn't do it one time. No,
4: he it didn't. Was it was times multiple throughout times throughout the
2: year that he did that. Mm-hmm. Like here, you take it. I don't want it.
4: All right, let me, let me try to cheer Keyshawn up a little bit and I talk about so. his favorite team, uh, the New Orleans Saints. Jameis oh, Winston will be the starting Boom. quarterback at the end of the season for the Saints, real or not real? Boom.
2: It is certainly real. Jameis Winston will be the starting quarterback. Here's another guy, right? Even the fact that he's on the list and we're still questioning on whether or not Jameis Winston should be the starting quarterback at the end of the season for the New Orleans Saints. Another guy who was moved on from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, had to play behind Drew Brees. We give him no credit. For when he took over for Drew Brees going 5-2, and two, at least a lot of people like a James Steele and a Patrick Costello will not give him the credit for that 5-2, wow. and two, given the fact that he was without Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara at times that year because of injuries. Now you get all those guys back healthy with the – with the bringing in, Will, uh, bringing in, I'm sorry, Chris Olave mm-hmm. at the receiver position, and, and, and you look Landry. at Jarvis Landry and a healthy Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, a defense retooled with Bruce Allen, not Bruce Allen, Dennis Allen, now all of a sudden becoming the head coach instead of the defensive coordinator. I, I look at that sort of stuff and I say to myself, this is going to be really good for Jameis Winston to get off to a fast start, so he can stop the hating by James Steele and a Patrick Costello, since this is my favorite team. If somebody else said it was their favorite team that had a relative on it or whatever the case may be, <laughs> you all wouldn't even be saying this. It, blood is thicker than water. There is major nepotism from me when it comes to the New Orleans Saints. If Michael Thomas was moved on to the Kansas City Chiefs, it would be nepotism there, I would love the Miami that. Dolphins, and any other team. Number, Don't use
1: my full name. N- n- number one, using the government name, well done by you. Number two, dropping 32 bars and also name-checking, outstanding. You were spitting on that one. Jameis Winston's going to be fine. He's going to be healthy. Coming back from the torn ACL, we mentioned Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas. Can't guard Michael B. that once again. They won't have have Alvin Kamara the first six games. But with that and that right. defense, they're going to be fine.
2: They're Here's what I fine. say, Freddie. I see Mikey all the time. Mm-hmm. And I never ask him about, hey, man, how you doing? Are you, you ready to go? I don't never ask you that. Because I can look at him when he's walking. All I do is look at him. I look at his body mm-hmm. and what he looks like and him moving around and walking and his attitude. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not. DNA is the, the DNA is right there, buddy. I'm not worried at all. <laughs>
4: you don't want to start asking him questions and have him think that you're the media now, right? All right, uh, oh, one more. Oh, solid. One more. Yeah, that, was a,
2: that was a good one.
4: That was Cut a good one. Cut your burn. hair. Good burn. Cut your hair. Was, My hair uh, looks great. good. Good Better burn. Nice. Uh, Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback at the end of the season for the San Francisco 49ers. Real or not real?
2: It's real. It's starting to feel that way, James. If you asked me this five weeks ago, six, seven weeks ago, I probably would have said no. But given the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo has missed so much time this offseason dealing with the team, that he is certainly either going to be on the move or he's going to be the backup. And as Trey Lance continues to play, he starts to get comfortable and a better feel for what the National Football League is all about. He'll hold Jimmy, Jimmy G off because – Mike Shanahan, which is Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, I'm sorry, Kyle Shanahan, which is the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers and John Lynch, will have a better understanding of the quarterback that they went out and got and moved all the way up to get and made those trades to do all those sort of things when they see him in live action opposed to in T-shirts and mini camps and things of that nature. It just will be different for them, and they wouldn't want to disrupt his growth yep. pattern moving forward.
1: Yeah, and by the way, of course you need to start quarterback at the end of the season because if he's not, then what kind of message are you sending to this football team you're the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah. When told everybody who was somebody that this is why we drafted this guy above Mac Jones and other guys, why would you have him the starting quarterback and have that kind of uneasy tension with Jimmy Garoppolo being there? It sends an awful message to your football team and your organization. There's no doubt they're going to live through the bumps and stumbles that he's going to have as a rookie quarterback, essentially, even though he's not a rookie in the National Football League. But, yeah, if you don't start him, you're pulling it in and out. Then what kind of message are you sending your organization if you're the San Francisco 49ers?
2: That is correct. You 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 got to make a decision on your quarterback. You can't keep yo-yoing him around Absolutely. and pulling strings to put this guy in and do all of that, especially when you're young. Yeah. Because if you insert a young quarterback and then all of a sudden things aren't going well, then you yank him. hmm he loses confidence because he loses confidence in your belief that he is good enough to handle the job. So I don't think that there's any stress or anything on John Lynch's or Kyle Shanahan's job. So they have time. They don't have to worry about winning this season and going to a Super Bowl. They certainly would like to do that. Sure. If it happens, but it's not one of those deals where it's like you win or go home type situation for them. So they got time to let him develop. And if he has the opportunity to develop, in live games, why not? I wasn't I didn't feel this way you know, two months ago, Mm -hmm. but I've since changed my thought process given the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't, you know, hasn't been around. It just doesn't work out when you miss time whether or not you've been a starting quarterback and the head coaches and the general manager has other plans. Those plans are for Trey Lance.
1: And the 49ers are hoping that he can do for them what Patrick Mahomes did in the second season for Kansas City, start the end of the year versus Denver, and got them to the AFC Championship game the first few full year as a starter. 49ers are hoping kind of the same thing with the kind of system around Trey Lance being his first full year as a starting quarterback. When it comes to quarterbacks, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson said Bleacher Report was tripping. I'll tell you why I believe them and not him. That's next to Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern
6: on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.